Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hello, and welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. From the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to a Christmas story house and museum and the fountain of eternal life, travel and lifestyle writer Deborah Stone is back on Big Blend Radio's Vacation Station show today to talk about our musical, cultural, historic, and culinary adventures in Cleveland, Ohio. Because Cleveland rocks. That's right. Apparently so. She says in her article, seriously, go to Cleveland. Um, it, it really is quite a city in the heartland of America. Uh, looking at her photos, reading her article, I'm like, why aren't we there yet? Her articles featured in the fall issue of Parks and Travel Magazine, running from October through December. And you can see it now. Just go to nationalparktraveling.com and type in Cleveland, and you'll be able to read her article. Uh, Debbie is a regular Big Blend expert contributor. You can see her expert page on nationalparktraveling.com and on blendradioandtv.com. So, Fire Monkey, how are you doing? Welcome back. <laughs> Never getting rid of that name. <laughs> I know, but now you can add, you know, Rock and Roll Monkey to that, you know, as well. So, uh, yeah, no, Cleveland is is where it's happening. I'll tell you, I I was so so impressed. It exceeded uh, expectations, and um, I just. Uh, you know, I, I what I'd known of Cleveland was basically, you know, of course, the home of the, the Rock Hall, as they call it, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, which really was an impetus, you know, to visit the place in the first in the in the first place to, to really go there. But then what you you find is just mind blowing in terms of what that city has. And, and like you mentioned, cultural and culinary and historical and and, uh, you know, musical and every possible genre, they have covered it. And it really is, it is a kind of an all-American city. And it is one that, uh, similar to what I, when I spoke about Detroit, it is mm-hmm. truly uh, a, another comeback kid type of uh, a story. Oh, that's neat. You know, I, you know, looking at the photos, though, it's like also... You've got this rock and roll sensibility. You've got all this music, and we definitely have to talk about the rock hall because this is this is on my bucket list. I mean, how many people don't have this on their bucket list? I don't. Mm-hmm. I, there's very few. Um, but that you know, we've got to talk about that. But what also really just shocked me was this: these ornate buildings. You know, oh, the the, yes. the architecture, but the interiors. The I was like, wow, the art, um, the you know, the museums the Hollywood history, you know, uh, yep. so there was all of that. But um, so it just was, it seemed to be a blend of things. And of course you, you had fun on a brewery overlooking a river. So, I mean, how bad could that be? <laughs> I'm like, I want to go there. I know that was the first time we thought we're, we're going. There's boats and beer. What could go wrong? <laughs> you know? 
So, Nothing will go wrong, believe me, I tell you. You know, good good food and beer and they have a great brewery scene there, you know, several dozen breweries around town and and uh, I love the ones where you can, you know, sit with the view and we were watching, you know, boats going underneath the bridge and you know, it's a lovely cool. evening and there's live music all over the place and just uh you know, to me it just it's just a real there's a real buzz in that city that's uh very exciting and I think uh visitors, you know, can tap into all those different areas no matter what interests them, there's something there for everyone. I'll tap right into the Collision Ben Brewing Company. <laughs> Sorry, I just feel your your word there. Um but I I love that name too because you know, you've got yes. a view of the Cuyahoga River, right? Yep, yep. And it's the okay. it's the bend, you know, the bend of the river kind of thing, you know. So it's it's uh yeah, it's very aptly aptly named and it definitely is a a, uh, a happening place there. It was uh, uh I, I think it's a very popular place and, and we enjoyed it food wise and, and beverage wise. <laughs> yeah. Now the Cuyahoga River, that's connected to a national park, isn't it? It is. In fact, it's connected. It, it's part of the Cuyahoga Valley National Park, which is basically mm. has, I think it has like 30,000 plus acres. And there's, it, it goes along, I think, 20 some miles of this river. And actually, Cuyahoga means crooked. And it's because of the river twists and, and turns. Oh, uh, and uh, so it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, national park that I think was made a national park when I was doing my research. Um, in 2000, that recreation area became a national park. And wow. so, you know, they've got everything from the forest and the hills and the farmlands and the valley and there's historic homes and barns and, you know, all sorts of of wonderful, you know, sites. And uh, it also has, I think, uh, the Ohio and Erie Canalway um, lies in that uh, that hmm. area, the National Heritage Area, celebrating that the canal, you know. So, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, the National Heritage Areas are so fascinating because it's part of the community as well as mm-hmm. um, you know, historic right. sites. I love it. It just brings this whole area to prominence and, and protect these, you know, valuable places, whether it's natural or historical. And, uh, and, and a lot of times uh, it's like co-managed, you know, with the actual Correct. community, which is Correct. really cool. You know, that's, yeah. A, and a, I, I think this, this is, um, the, the national park service manages it in cooperation with, uh, you know, the others that own property, I think within the boundaries, like the Metro parks of Cleveland and, I think the Metro Parks, the Summit Metro Parks as well. So, you know, those entities that have a specific property also help uh, manage in the process. Well, speaking of uh, National Park Service, you um, were also near the James A. Garfield National Historic Site. It's about 30 minutes away um, in Mentor, Ohio. It's a good name for it. Um, that but, is. You also, <laughs> but he's also got a memorial that you went to, like a, a yes, monument dedicated. Yes, the memorial, uh, the memorial is located in Lakeview Cemetery. It's just a very famous cemetery because there's a lot of, uh, you know, well-known people buried there like uh, John D. Rockefeller. But the, uh, the Garfield, he, it was an interesting story. You know, he was assassinated and just four months into his term. And so the country was very... They grieved his loss um, the, as much as they'd done for Lincoln, supposedly. And they funded this memorial through private donations entirely, and it, it, part of which came from pennies that school children sent in uh, across the country, which I found quite interesting. Mm. And in, in, in this, in this um, 
cemetery is also this gorgeous uh, chapel called the Wade Chapel, and it is on the National Register of Historic Places. And it looks really simple from the outside. It's just this kind of white building, but you go inside and it is just beautiful because the entire interior interior was designed by Tiffany and uh you know he he was said that that this opportunity to do this was one that he'd been waiting for and that this would be you know the work of his life and it is unbelievably special and i've never even you know heard of this place let alone you know the the fact that it was was done all by Tiffany wow that's amazing cuz i was looking at the photos it's There's, so beautiful and ornate there's so many hidden treasures in our, our yes. cities, you know, because when you hear the word city, you know, there's a good side and the not so good side of big cities. And I think about 20 years ago, they all took a good look and said, we're turning this around. Yeah. Make it all inclusive. I think you're right. And I think, you know, mm -hmm. the, the powers that be that over the years have, you know, really have really done good things for our urban our urban uh, centers and, uh, you know, in, in Cleveland is an example of that, you know, with all the arts and, uh, you know, it, it was known primarily and has been known as an industrial city, um, mm. but the culture came about, they just, they, they really created these amazing institutions for, you know, art and uh, history and music. And, and then of course they have the famous Cleveland Clinic. So medicine is, is big in Cleveland. And they also have Case Western Reserve University, which is a huge regional research, uh, you know, university institution. And so they have a lot of brain power in this, this city as well. Okay, but let's go back to the medical side because uh -uh. seriously, <laughs> uh -uh. that museum is it the district medical no. history center museum? There's photos of like what happens if you had leeches. No, 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 no. See, now we have a we have one here too, like a, a you know the medical history. Okay. I, you know what? Yeah, I geek out on that stuff, but then doesn't it freak no. you out when you see the instruments that they used no, back no. then and no, oh my gosh. would mean back yes. then. I would what they use now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I would definitely not want to be a woman way back when during the birthing process. I don't oh want to do that now, but no, heck no, no, no. no. But no, I'll but tell you, leeches. you know, it's like it, it, yeah, leeches, and you know, also like you were talking about, just the um. You know, the surgical instruments look like torture, uh, no, you know, creations. And I was, you know, you walk around and you're just kind of like going, oh my. And, and, yeah. and then you think to yourself, boy, am I glad they made some advancements in medicine. I know. And then you're like, where's the magic pill just That's to walk through this? That but is why they give you the magic pill because you're like, don't know what is going to happen to you. I have a thing about old medicine bottles and reading the bed, the, yes. the, you know, and yes. even the advertising of things, you know, it, it's really fascinating. Mm -hmm. It how is. They sold things and what what this elixir is going to do. Yes. So I yes. I would definitely want to put this on my list for sure. You know, the other <laughs> the other <laughs> the other thing I love too is you found you know this is another thing you know is we've traveled and you've traveled. It seems that murals are taking over oh. the walls, and I love yes. love that. Um, yes. So you yes. found another group of murals. Um, it was at Main new bridge yes actually in i believe it was ohio city is what they called you know cleveland is is a a place or a city of neighborhoods you know okay. and they have these wonderful historic neighborhoods and this is um one that is really you know they're it's up and coming and they're they're um putting 
a lot of creative uh, juice into it. And so there was a project called the Creative Fusion Project where they matched, um, I believe, local and international artists together to work on projects on murals. And wow. they, um, you know, expressed different messages like, uh, you know, environmental justice and social equity and all these, these different types of messages. But, you know, the, it is like dotted with murals and it's, it's such a wonderful area to just stroll around and look at the, the public art. And in Cleveland, it, it seems like uh, many urban cities, but Cleveland in particular just embraces that creativity in terms of public art. They have all these amazing art pieces as well, installations. Uh, I think I mentioned Free Stamp, which is really quite famous. Mm. And uh, wow. this is a huge 50-foot tall <laughs> replica of a giant rubber stamp with the word free that's written backwards and created uh, by uh, Klaus Oldenburg and Kusi Van Bruggen. And they were commissioned originally by the Standard Oil Company to create a piece of outdoor art uh, because the company's uh, headquarters, uh, Standard Oil of Ohio, was there. And so they created this piece and then Standard Oil of Ohio was acquired by BP America. And so the people, the powers that be in that company, they didn't really care much for that piece. And so they <laughs> said they weren't going to display it. So they eventually gifted it to the city who then put it on display. And it is one of the most iconic pieces that, you know, you see tourists and visitors, you know, taking their selfies and taking pictures in front of it. And it's, it's you know, just a kind of a humorous, uh, almost tongue in cheek type of, of uh, piece. But so is like the, the a huge chandelier that they have at Playhouse That's crazy. Square. I love oh. that chandelier. No, wait, so do cars drive, I mean, this is outside, right? Yes. Do cars drive under this, this giant yes. chandelier? Yeah, it's no. hanging way, way above and you, you know, you can see it, you know, coming down into this, this theater district area, which is quite famous. And you see it, especially at night, of course, you know, when it's all lit up. And I just thought that was just cool. And it's just this huge, huge, piece and it's suspended and it's got all, like you know thousands of these crystals these pendants and uh it's you know it's just another piece of iconic art that's in this this city i mean you could just you know do a visit entirely based on public art and you would probably have you know many days to cover what you membership fees apply after free trial cancel anytime can i be real for a second that goal you have to exercise and eat better you really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. You need to cover. <laughs> It's, wow, it's I not, love that. It's not really a chandelier. It's a spaceship. Oh, yeah, Nancy. Here she goes. <laughs> here she goes. But So they have like, what's it, Playhouse Square. So this is interesting. So this is, you know, the arts are a big deal, not just in the public arts, but then performing arts, too, it yeah. sounds like. 
Yeah, because cool. it is the second largest uh, performing arts district outside of, of Broadway in New York. No so way. It's it's crazy. crazy huh? I mean, there's I would have thought theaters. Hollywood or, you know, nope. you just nope. don't. I had no idea about that. Not at all. Not for, and, not for you know, not for stage, for, for, for performing arts, you know, so for live theater, you know, and it's, it's uh, you know, so it is it is a a magnet for anybody who's interested in theater, you know, performing arts. And uh, so, yeah, that's another one of those, you know, surprises that I would say, you mm. know, 99% of visitors don't know, you know. What about these sports stacks? That so those are the, these are, you know, and sports are big in Cleveland. They, they've always been, you've got the, you know, Cleveland Indians, you've got the, the Cleveland Browns, you've got the Cavaliers, you know, you've got several professional sports teams and they've got all these, you know, arenas and fields. And so there are these things called the sports techs, which are these, they're very huge. They're stainless, they're steel, they're, they're, um, they're uh, in between, you know, the, the, the Quicken Loans Arena and the Progressive Field. And they're just kind of like, you look at them and you're thinking, what are those? And they're this, you know, kind of a, just a really modern, ultra contemporary piece of art. But they're also uh, very useful because they're ventilators and I guess emergency exits for the area, service areas of these arenas. And uh, I think it's kind of a, a tip of the hat to hmm. the industry, the roots of the industry for Cleveland. That's hmm. interesting, yeah, because and and that's where you know this when art and function come together, it's really fascinating, yes. you know. Yes. And it's and to me, it's like yeah, you could make things look good, like you yeah. know when when you mm -hmm. think about manhole covers, right? I'd like uh, people yeah. to start a program <laughs> of painting the manhole right. covers. Right. Right. You, know, you know that I fell down one, right? In, in, no, in, I did in, not. <laughs> in, in Mexico, Mexico. yeah. And I haven't been the same since. No, so don't blame me about whatever I say on the show. No, truly. And we, we just walking down the street. But I was, I was, I was trying to record the sounds of the street. And boy, did and you. And everybody talking and all the hawkers and everything. Oh, like, my you gosh. Know. And so I was trying to record all of this. And then, obviously, I was walking too fast or whatever. And this thing wasn't even closed properly. And oh, no. down I went. And... um. Nancy and all these people came, and I mean, I almost went in the sewer, and that was what was under. Like, scraped up oh, my like leg. I'll see you in Ensenada. I know. And so they, they picked me up. I mean, they had to haul my big body oh. out, oh. and I'm hanging on for dear life to not go in the in the sewer. You know? you know, Lisa, Lisa, this explains a lot of things. I thought it did, <laughs> and boy, did I think it was scary. I boy, it, like oh Nancy and I were walking back, and we. Go back of the water and Nancy just looked at me and goes, you stink. <laughs> and so we went to the front. No, but but they gave me a Bloody Mary later, so that I was, was okay. Oh, that was oh, that made up for it, haha. -ha. Yeah, I, I didn't have any tequila before no. I fell in. That might have, I probably would have ended up in the sewer. I have to tell you that you smelled worse than when you had camel butt. Uh, excuse me, camel drool on my butt. But anyway, while I was photographing, a camel came over and drooled on me, and I really smelled. Oh, I went to a casino after that because we had a meeting in a casino. Yeah, this sounds normal. And people, and that was, you know, when people were smoking and everything, and oh, they could no. smell me through the casino smoke. Oh, yeah, they turn anyway. around and look at her, and I'm like, hi. Oh, okay, so let's go back to Cleveland, because it sounds so much better than my camel drool and falling into sewers. But anyway, um, just that's, I'm just saying form and function and, you know, some pain <laughs> could really help to make these things stand out. Um, <laughs>
Yeah. But I did find out a lot of my other friends have fallen down in through manholes. So anyway, it's weird. Um, it's very weird. <laughs> it's a cult. It is. I put it up on it's Facebook. Next, you know, people are like, <laughs> someone's dad fell down one and broke both legs and has never been no, well since. No. I know all this crazy stuff. So who knew? Um, so anyway, I'm all for sports stacks having <laughs> emergency exits that don't go through sewers. Um, yes. But the other thing to me, one of the most beautiful, you know, images was, was the fountain of eternal life. Um, oh, this fountain, yeah. I mean, this sculpt, this statue, I mean, this is massive. Yeah, it's a beautiful bronze statue. There's a man, um, he's kind of reaching up towards the sky. He's coming from a flame, a fury of flames. And this was to honor the local veterans of the Korean War and of uh, World War II. Um, so it's, it really is beautiful. It's in a very, you know, prominent place. Um, and, uh, it, you know, this together with the, the other one, which is the Soldiers and Sailors Monument, which is also uh, to commemorate local war heroes who fought in the Civil War. Um, so they definitely, you know, give distinction um, to the local vets uh, in the various uh, battles and wars. Um, and monuments are quite quite big there. So you'll see, you know, a number of different monuments along with the public art pieces. And, it's, you know, it's wonderful as a, as wonderful as a visitor to walk around. And um, even if you think you know where something is, or if you come upon a surprise, uh, you know, come upon it by surprise or accidentally, it just, just I don't know, it just makes, makes for such an enjoyable uh, walking experience in, in an mm. urban environment. Mm. And then the buildings too, the, what the arcade, seriously yeah that's insane like that is so like how did you know even looking you know at the at the memorial building for james garfield uh, you know just the outside of it it's just these this attention to detail that happened in the buildings um and the terminal tower i mean i'm just like wow they really thought about how they were you know building their city and and it sounds to me like there or looks to me that there's been a lot of pride throughout throughout history there I believe so. I think with the architectural gems that they have, um, you know, they're, they're, they, and they preserve them as well. You know, the arcade is, is truly mind bending. You, you know, you walk into a building and all of a sudden you're like, you're like, whoa, I, I feel like I'm in this, I feel like I'm in Italy, you know, in some galleria, this, this golden, beautiful hall with this five story atrium, you know, and it has all this ornate, you know, work and it's just, uh, it's incredible. And that became Cleveland's first building listed on the National Register of Historic Places. So uh, it, you know, really has a place in history there, but they've preserved it. And uh, it is now part of it is a, or it is a hotel. Uh, there are shops oh, wow. and restaurants inside. Um, so, you know, and then the mall, which is uh, a public mm. park that's surrounded by all these Love gorgeous bow art style civic you know, the city building, city government buildings and, uh, you know, gives you the green space in the middle of downtown. And, uh, you know, this was a a big part of this Cleveland group plan back in the early 1900s, you know, uh, talking about how to, how to make, how to plan out a urban planning for a major city outside of DC. And so it, uh, you know, had a lot of well-known names attached to it. And uh, so, you know, so, but that's another thing is, you know, you, you get a history lesson as you walk around uh, the town, you know? This is amazing. And one of the things too, is that um, the West side market. Oh yeah. I love markets, man. I really, really love markets and they had cheese. 
<laughs> I was like, you had to put cheese in there. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I want. It is, cheese. you know, it, it, you know, that market, you know, it has a lot of history. It's, uh, you know, back from the early 1900s, and you know, it served the the immigrant population, which, you know, the, a lot of the Eastern European immigrants that came and, and settled in Cleveland. Um, and, you know, you, you walk around and it's a, this gorgeous old building and it's got, you know, vendor after vendor. And as I said in my story, sausages definitely reign supreme. And yes, there is cheese and there's seafood and there's, you know, fruits and vegetables and everything under the sun. And then there's pierogies, you know, and all sorts of, you know, wonderful, yeah. you know, Eastern European mm -hmm. ethnic types mm -hmm. of foods. And, you know, mm. so you, the, the smells and the sights and the, you know, it's this wonderful sensory type of uh, experience, you know. Mm, I love that. I, I love when you have all these different cultural foods. So and much more fun by shops. Yeah, yeah. And you yes. just, you know, talk to people. And it just, I, I miss places like that. Um, speaking of food, and we're not going <laughs> to forget the rock hall, everybody. I'm just saying, we're, there's no way. Okay, we're missing out on that. Um, but you've got me, and I'm hungry now. You went to the happy. Happy dog. <laughs> oh my gosh. See, see this is, oh, I'm leaning towards, I'm going towards, if you're saying happy dog, towards a song at the end of this song, uh, a show, you know. <laughs> so, happy dog. Yes, it's, it's, uh, it's quite one of those, you know, quite, uh, quirky places. You know, you can go for a hot dog or a burger. Also for vegan, they have vegan hot dogs and vegan oh, burgers. Cool. And, but these, you know, the, the, toppings were insane so there's a menu of toppings and there's like you know 50 over 50 toppings with these interesting and somewhat bizarre <laughs> combinations like wow. beer cheese fondue and mango oh, chutney yeah. they had fruit loops on one of them and it's awesome. like so you can order and then they've got you know a separate menu that i mean menu that also includes the tater tots and what you can your dipping sauces for the tater yes. tots you know yes Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, but the white beer cheese fondue mm. sound, that's good. Really? Mm. And mango chutney. I love my yeah. chutney. I haven't had chutney forever. <gasps> yeah, my, my favorite is peanut butter and pickles on a burger. Oh, my you gosh. Well, you'd sit, you'd, sit right, you'd sit right in in a happy dog. It's really, an Elvis burger, it, but most people put banana on it, no. and I don't yes. do bananas. No. Um, but I like pickles and bananas. <laughs> I love well, I love peanut butter and pickle Jeez. sandwiches, and I'm not no, I'm not with. Told everybody, I'm not with child. I don't want one. <laughs> I have a sock monkey for a travel mascot. Who needs a child when you have oh a pink sock monkey? You know. Oh, you know, All I right. would say head to happy dog because you'll sit right on. I, I'm. It sounds good. I feel yeah. like I want white. I want the the white beer yep. cheese fondue. Now you went to a firehouse. Now you see this is <laughs> this is my thing. The larder in the old yes. Ohio City Firehouse. Okay. And so. it's, it's this wonderful deli that has, mm. you know, these, you know, your typical wonderful, you know, huge, but these are huge sandwiches like pastrami and then the babka, you know, which is this wonderful, you know, uh, uh, pastry type of, uh, of dish. And I mean, they, you know, it's just it's one of those places that it, it's also a very neighborhood local type of place. And you can see uh, when we were sitting, I was sitting down outside at one of the picnic tables and this guy was telling me, oh, you need to try this and you need to try that. And I go, oh, you come here often? He goes, yeah, I just live a few blocks down. I, I come here all the time, you know. So mm -hmm. it was like, it, you know, definitely has that wonderful local flavor and also that they have, you know, repurposed, renovated, whatever, a, a, a historic building that uh, is now, you know, a wonderful magnet for, for foodies. 
wow, this is cool. And it's, I love old firehouses and I like firemen. <laughs> so I would go to, you know, not so much old ones. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So this is the other thing though. Okay. This is cool. Grumpy's Cafe. Good name. <laughs> but yes. it's for feel good food, you said. Go to Grumpy's yes. for feel good yeah. food. <laughs> I love that name because it's just funny. It's like, I guess maybe, you know, if you're grumpy to go in, you won't be grumpy when you go out because yeah, you know, they yeah. have this wonderful, uh, you know, great, especially for breakfast. We were there for breakfast and they had these sweet potato pink with this, this maple barbecue uh, type of drizzle on top that was Ooh. wonderful. And, you know, these great French toast and great, you know, egg dishes. Mm, and just, mm. You know, another real fun local place that you know has become uh very popular and uh yeah so i mean the, you know the food uh, the culinary they've got food galore there in any kind any type uh, that you want with with uh, in any neighborhood and it to me you know food is a big thing i think for visitors as well it's like you know you you want to try different types of food you want to try local food you want to try these iconic places and you know cleveland definitely uh definitely has you covered when it comes to that and you had some farm to table fare too. Um, that, that the greenhouse tavern. Yes. I like the word tavern. Yes. <laughs> the I'm sure that you makes do. Sense. <laughs> the greenhouse tavern. That sounds perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good. Good farm to table stuff, and uh, also with a nice, you can, you know, a nice open, open area. You know, you can sit outside. You know, it's just it's. It's right downtown. I love those kinds of places. I love yeah. kind of just soaking up the ambience when you're eating really nice, good, fresh, seasonal food, you know? Mm, nice, nice. Man, this is, sounds really, really good. What is lodging like there? Lodging is, they've got everything. Everything from, you know, the you've you got your inns, you've got your hotel chains, you've got luxury properties. Um, I think there's, you know, everything and anything um, price-wise, yeah. budget-wise for people. Um, they've got a good good selection. You know, you can stay right downtown and walking distance. You can, nice. you know, stay a little bit outside of town and come on in. Um, you know, I, I think it's, it, it's like a, a lot of urban centers. They try to to provide a, a selection based on budget, you know. Mm. Okay, cool. That's, I like it when you can stay downtown and just walk out your hotel. Yeah, me too. Yes. I love that. Definitely. I love that. And I, apparently stayed, you can have cocktails too in one of them yeah. on the rooftop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, we stayed at the, the Western, which was right, right downtown, in a really nice property. The Westerns are always, Westerns are always mm -hmm. you know, very well appointed um, and a uh, great location. Uh, then, you know, we went to, to get some drinks at uh, Bar 32, which is actually on top of the, the Hilton downtown. And it just was, you know, you walk up there and there's windows looking out and, you know, the, the whole city is lit up at night and you can see the, the Rock Hall, which is like this flaming red kind of uh, property. And, you know, you see the fields, the stadium lit up and, you know, it's just kind of a, a great, great view, great place for a libation. I like that. I like mm -hmm. that a lot. Now let's talk Hollywood history and music. Oh. Uh, we're going to, yeah, we're going to go from orchestra to rock. Um, and some of the, I love rock operas. So you know, <laughs> both are good. Um, but a Christmas story house and museum. I know Steve Schneider, our Hollywood historian, he, yes. he is going to love this. Um, yes. So this, this is actually the, the place where it was filmed, right? They filmed uh, a a great part of it there, not okay. of course everything, but they did do a lot there. And uh, it is um, in what's the neighborhood? It's called the Tremont neighborhood. So the actual house 
uh, that they used in the movie is restored uh, by this man named Brian Jones to look like it exactly did in the film. There's a lot of replica props in the actual house. When you're walking around, you can pick up these replica props. But there's a museum across the street which has some of the original props, some of the original costumes and memorabilia kind of thing. And then there's a garage with the same model fire truck that they used in that scene when he gets, Ralphie gets his tongue stuck to the frozen flagpole. And uh, so there is, you know, th let me just tell you, this site was, there were so many people. It was, it is such a popular uh, tourist attraction and people come from all over because there are so many people who are, you know, uh, love this, this holiday film, A Christmas Story, you know, and mm. so it is, you know, and there's pictures of the stars, uh, you know, in the house and, you know, you get a tour and then you're allowed to kind of walk around the house and take your pictures and it's just, you know, for people who are beloved fans of this particular show, it's truly a, a fan favorite and what I think was really, really interesting about this is that they now you can actually spend the night inside this house and and uh, so it's like a That's it's like funny. a and b or an inn and you know for the oh ultimate <laughs> in really to send steve <laughs> steve needs to spend the night there yeah he'd love that i know i know wow you could spend the night in a christmas yes. story house yes That's amazing exactly. how how cool that that goes on the list of unique you know yeah, it really does yeah. Wow. Yep. That's that's unique. The the art, you know, I want to get to Severance Hall, but you went to the Cleveland Museum of Art and it just looks so amazing. Yeah, um, the foyer, they have this huge and this incredible grand foyer that you walk in and you're, you know, you kind of like your eyes just kind of like, oh, whoa, your mouth jaw drops open. It's just it's beautiful. And then their collection is very extensive. Uh, there's everything there from, you know, you know, Egyptian and African and Indian art to, you know, uh, modern, contemporary, European masterpieces. And it's it's really a, a wonderful art museum. And it's in this area that they call, you know, the university district is what they call it, a university circle, I believe. And it's it has all these museums. So you have the, the Cleveland History Center, which is down the, the way. You've got a botanical garden. You've got um, a natural history museum there. You've got a couple blocks away is Severance Hall. And so it's just I, I was I was very impressed that they have these institutions right in this uh, university circle campus area. So you can walk from one to another and, uh, you know, making it very convenient to, to really get a dose of culture there. And uh, to me, that would be a, one of the first places to go just yeah. to understand the city, you know, yes. history-wise. And I always like to go to museums first, you know, you know, and and then go back afterwards. You know what I mean? It's like that if you have time, is go through a museum yep. and then go around and then go back because it, you'll it'll all mean so much more, you know. Absolutely, uh, and especially with the the history museum, I think it's a great you know way to introduce visitors and people who don't know much about Cleveland's history. Um, they have this wonderful exhibit called Cleveland Starts Here, and so it really talks about how the city you know, is defined from back in the 1790s mm -hmm. uh, until today. And, and wow. you know, in terms of, of challenge times and then, you know, boom times and uh, all of it. And so they have, uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, kind of uh, dose of history. Uh, so, uh, and also they have this wonderful, I love this, this carousel that they had, this, this 1910 carousel that, that uh, oh. is, is in that building as well. That's Priscilla, awesome. our little sock monkey, would want to go play on that. Oh, yes. 
Priscilla would love it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I love it, too. So now the, the Severance Hall, this is amazing. So this is where the Cleveland Orchestra performs, right? This is correct. And we're recently ranked the number one orchestra in the country by New York Times. And wow. Have, so this I is like to, the haven of culture and history and the yes. arts. I mean, this really, oh, I want to go so bad. <laughs> it is, it is, no, it is truly uh, the Severance Hall. And this is this beautiful building, which is also on the National Register of Historic Places. And so it has all these different architectural styles from Art Deco to this Egyptian revival and, um, the, you know, this another grand foyer, you know, this King Tut-like feel because the Egyptian was really in at the time. And it, it's and it's also one of these incredible acoustics inside. Uh, so it is truly one of the jewels of this city. And the orchestra is also a jewel. I had the pleasure of going to the Blossom Music Center, which is also in the Cuyahoga Valley National Park. And I mm-hmm. heard an outdoor concert. Um, it is their outdoor summer home for the orchestra. And I heard... Uh, one of their programs mm. there, and it was a beautiful setting, and How the music neat. was wow. really special. Oh, I love wow. that! Wow, that's you know, that when you is, get to hear good music in nature is just the best. That's yes. it. There's something the to best. me. Oh, amphitheaters and. Mm. Okay, that's you know I'm officially jealous. Yes, <laughs> but now I'm really going to be jealous when we talk about the rock. Yeah. This uh, is oh, oh right because this is just I remember seeing one of their. They they loan out exhibits here and there, and they the Hard Rock Cafe I think they had given an exhibit um, in Biloxi, Mississippi. I think it was one of their exhibits. I could be wrong, but it, there was an exhibit and had like Elton John's hat and yeah, some fun. Janis Joplin stuff. I mean, it was like Prince and you know Madonna and all these people, and I'm just like, dude, this is so cool. I photographed everything I could of that. And I was just like, dude, you know, because I'm a musician, man. And I'm like into music history. Yeah. I geek out on it. And and I'm like, wow, this is just you would this be, little snippet yeah. of what it could be where oh, you, you were. Be, you'd be o- very overwhelmed. I mean, could you me, be there for a full day and not be done? Oh, it's 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 there's you have to a lot time to see this place and you know for me music just takes me back it's just this, this mm. intense flashback moment where you can you know exactly where you were when you heard this music or you know mm-hmm. you, what what you were doing what you felt and how it made yeah. you feel and specifically rock music in in, in my mm-hmm. my youth my early adulthood and so you know they have it, you know it's divided up into various exhibits you know the the legends uh is Rock and roll is one of those real highlights for people because, you know, they've got Hendrix and the Stones and the Doors and the Beatles and the Who and all these different, you know, famous groups. And then, you know, you'll go into the Summer of Love with the Psychedelics and then you'll, you know, there's the the roots (laughs) of music, you know, which I think were fascinating. A lot of times people don't realize that we would not have rock and roll without, you know, certain individuals back back when like Hank Williams and, and Mahalia Jackson and um, and, you know, and then, you know, Les Paul and then Elvis, of course, gets his own little <laughs> special place. And, you know, it just it's it's Jeez. unbelievable. And then they you know, you, you can walk into and watch Dick Clark's American Bandstand. And then you can go, you know, into this show called the Power of Rock Experience where you, you know, see all the rock hall induction night snippets. And, and it's really one of those ones oh, wow. where you, you feel those beats and you just you you get to see really up close and personal, you know, Green Day and Bruce and U2 and Prince and Tom Petty and, you know, all these inductees 
uh, cool. performing. And uh, and but one of my favorites was this exhibit called Stay Tuned, which was how does TV or how has TV brought music and artists into mm. into our homes? And so you know it, it it's like those shows like Happy Days or even The Monkees or you know, the, the Tonight Show or Saturday Night Live, Ed you know, Sullivan. Uh, Ed, Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. Yeah. You know. Dude, he brought everybody. Yeah, up. man. He was, he's a trip to watch. Yep. I've, I've, yeah. geeked, I've like done, like when we got to this country, I, I geeked out like on Hee Haw. Um, yeah. All yeah. in the family. Don't tell anyone. But, um, tell that's anyone. got nothing to do with music. But, um, <laughs> but I got into just like Ed Sullivan, just sure. watching the whole thing. And, and it's true. Late night TV has brought, music i mean to this day look what jimmy fallon has done yeah. incredible work in regards to music and doing his own recordings with them and you know the fun times and you know just this is so exciting to see how they do these kinds of exhibits and then looking at what's the the new lineup i mean sister rosetta tharp she should just she should be one of the first ones in there i love her yeah and you know Simone. she was inducted hey. you know this year along with the moody blues the dire Straits, yeah. bon jovi the cars nina simone and you know it's yeah. they have to wait they have to wait um you know 25 years after the release of their first recording before they can become eligible for the hall you know wow i didn't oh. know that Oh, that's why, you know, because there's oh. so many of us, we all go like, we want this. How come they don't have this person in or this oh, band? And, know you know, that. it's like we all want yeah. everyone to win the Grammy that we want. You know, it's like, yeah. right. it is to me, this is like rooting for sports. Like this is as close as I get to understanding that thing about sports. It's like, I want this person to win that Grammy or get in the right. rock and roll. Mm-hmm. The first time I actually saw the actual ceremony um, when we got to this country was when Fleetwood Mac went back on tour and, and it was around that same time and they performed and they brought Peter Green up on stage and I almost mm. cried because mm. to me he's still one of the best guitar players in the world and you know it, it brought up all the history like John Mayle and Otis Ben and this whole old school Fleetwood Mac sure. back in the good like they're all good but like back in the rock and roll blues days and I don't know. I was just like, wow, look at that. You know, just, oh, it's, I think it's important to remember these, these people that, you know, what they did, the pioneers and legends of music. Yeah. And these, you know, these founding people who, you know, they mentioned this guy named Joe Turner, who was a, a major figure in R and B. And he basically was a founding father of rock and roll because he called it. He just said, this is a different name for the same type of music I've been singing all my life, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, what's interesting is, you know, Cleveland, uh, the famous uh, disc jockey there, Alan Freed, he is the one who came up with the term rock and roll back in the early 50s because he'd been playing, you know, this, this uh, R&B records, these R&B records back 1950, as early as 1951 on in Cleveland on the station WJW, and he popularized this music, and he coined it rock and roll. And so, mm. you know, it's kind of fitting that that Cleveland, you know, has has the rock hall, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. yeah. You know, and how long how long has it been there? It's like I've always like heard about it. It's got to be like it's what, been there a while. It's, a long uh, time. It's yeah, I think it. You know, it uh, was established. I think the nonprofit was established in 1983, and then and then they opened in 1995. Actually, uh-huh. the whole the hall, and it's a you know very cool architecture. And uh, another exhibit that I found really fascinating was the one that was about. It's called Don't Knock the Rock. It was on protests against rock and roll back beginning oh. in the 50s, you know, okay. and, you know, about, you know, how it, you. 
and how it was corrupting youth and, and there was sex and violence and all this kind of stuff. And, and so you, you know, you see all these, you know, these people and these pundits and some of them politicians, some of them, uh, you know, people, uh, from rel different religions and how, you know, they are, you know, uh, saying that rock and roll music is, you know, really, really bad. And so, uh, it, that was, you know, really fascinating, especially for people who maybe, you know, younger people who weren't, around or who didn't know mm. that the, this you know the, these protests started back in the 50s you know mm -hmm. so like, and there was I mean, this, this wonderful quote that I loved and it was by Frank Zappa and he said I, was I think he was say it's to be in there yes <laughs> he was testifying something about mm -hmm. in Congress and it was rock music mm -hmm. was never written for or performed for conservative taste <laughs> well, well he's done you know he said what, for that yeah <laughs> it, it, <laughs> no but today we have a problem with many politicians, not just one that I can think of, taking rock and roll songs without permission. Somehow they think they're allowed to use musicians' mm. songs. Yeah. Mm. And they use them mm. at their rallies. And you mm -hmm. know, the musicians, like the last one I read about Aerosmith was saying, Stop it. Yeah. This is well, I love Frank Zappa. If you ever get a chance, read his bio, his biography. It's it's awesome. Um he <laughs> One of my favorite quotes from him is, politics is the entertainment branch of industry. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he was awesome, but he also changed rock and roll with how yeah. he brought in, he outlined the way for musicians to be independent um, in, yes. in that era and how yes. to do your own label. And and he, he comes out of El Centro. Do you know how many musicians come out of El Centro, yeah. California? Unbelievable! I I don't know what happened, but there they were birthed there, and then they traveled around out of there. But um, yeah, it's 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 wild, you know. And I, I was thinking about that when you said don't rock, uh, knock the rock. I was like, Frank Zappa has to be in there, you know. Yes, he's really you got good. it. You got it. He did so yeah. much. But what's up with these pinball machines, man? I want cool. the pinball wizards. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. Rock out to these pinball machines. There's like a whole area with them, you know, with these, uh, you know, musical rocked out pinball machines, just like the Who, you know. So I was going to say uh, they had to have like the pinball wizard. Like, yeah, you yeah know. It, it, it's just, you know, everything is, I mean, there's, you know, any, but you, you find, and then there's, you know, things uh, about hip hop and, you know, uh, uh, rap and, you know, all the different jazz and awesome. All these different uh, artifacts that span all these different genres that have influenced rock and roll in any way, and actually, you know, very few music styles haven't. You know, they, they, they're mm. they're all represented there, and uh, yeah. you know, it's just great, great. You know, everybody finds who they're, you know, who they really adore. There, they they're so excited to to see, and then you know, not only that, they just learn about all these other different aspects of rock and roll especially the the early stuff that a lot of people didn't realize what what really how it all began you know i i love that there's museums and places like this for music like the national association uh, nam music um a, a museum of making music in carlsbad california and then there's the a museum up in phoenix and you don't get them that often no they're far no. and few between yeah. and so um hats off to anyone doing anything in protecting and preserving and showcasing the history of music and instruments and all of that, you know, if, if you could go back, what, what do you want to go back and do that you didn't get a chance to do when you went to Cleveland? Oh my gosh. I'd go back to the rock hall <laughs> because, because I, you know what I mean? I, I spent a couple hours here, but I wanted to spend 
I, I would have spent more time. And so I think if I, I uh, when I do go back, not if, when I go back to Cleveland, I would go there and spend a few more hours because there's so much there and you can sit and you can watch videos. You can listen to, you can, you can go and find out who was, who did one hit wonders. You can do, you know what oh, I mean? Cool. All this kind of stuff. And it's like, there's all these interactives and you know, you could, like I said, you could spend, you know, an entire day probably if you, if you really wanted to going I through would. every little nuanced, you know, exhibit and interactive there. And it's, it, to me, it was just so comprehensive. So I, I would love to return and, and definitely go back there. I'd love to go back and do uh, more, spend more time in the museums and, and get mm. to some of the ones I didn't get to. I'd love to yeah. go back and eat some more and drink some I know. more. I was going to say, do they have a restaurant at the Rock Hall? Because uh, yes, was, they I do. They have a cafe. Yes. 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 I was going to say, that's going to be one. so much fun with the menu. Yeah, you gotta have you know, yeah. it's like, yep. Yep. And you, they could have the Tommy burger who? No, yeah. Okay. And, 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 you know, I mean, you know, the gift shop, which, you know, is definitely, you know, a, wow. a magnet, magnet for visitors, you know, and it's, it's, you know, like I said, it's, it's just a really, a really cool place and just has so much, so much history and it means a lot to so many different people, you know? Music means a ton. Heck I yeah. Mean, yeah. This is amazing. Look at how this many amazing. people were born because I know he's not a rock person, but Johnny Mathis is personally responsible for lots of birth. <laughs> no, well, no, I thought you were going to say <laughs> I, no. Every you know, so in sorry. my mother's generation, all of those women to this day will tell you if they're still <laughs> with us, it was Johnny Mathis. <laughs> Okay, or Nat King Cole. <laughs> I was going to say Nat King Cole. <laughs> Nat King Cole, but Johnny Mathis. Are you a Johnny baby or a Nat? That's how it's going to be, my gosh. In my family, all my brothers, sisters, this was Johnny Mathis. Wow. Oh, how okay. funny. How That's funny. awesome. That's awesome. I want to thank you, Debbie, for joining us again. You, I know you're exploring the Midwest. We have some more uh, Ohio destinations like Erie and Canton that we're going to uh, be talking with you um, over the next month and two. And um, everyone, again, uh, Debbie's article, uh, seriously, you need to go to Detroit, um, is up no, on National Cleveland. Park. I mean, Detroit. I'm, <laughs> see, I've got, I've got get me straight here. Cleveland rocks. That's all I just want to say. Cleveland rocks. I can't get that song out of my head um but it's but detroit too her article on detroit and cleveland both of them are up on nationalparktraveling.com i figure this is how my brain works that if you're going to go to cleveland you got to go to detroit if you're going to go to detroit you got to go to cleveland you should gotcha. do the two to, you should do both together you know but this is what i was going to say this the series of the midwest man i had no idea how amazing these places were now like nancy and i on our tour planning our our love your parks tour i think we're going to spend like a year in the midwest <laughs> i think this oh, is what's going to happen sure. to us you know yes sure. because it's it's definitely definitely worth the time to go to america's yeah. heartland because there's just so much there and may i mention that the website is this is cleveland.com for anybody who wants any information and all information about cleveland this mm. is cleveland Dot com. I love that. That's a good, yeah, a good name. Mm -hmm. This is Cleveland. Like, that's like yep. putting a stamp on it. It's the big stamp. This is it Cleveland. It is the big stamp. Yes. Dot com. <laughs> Everyone go there. This is Cleveland.com. Check it out and uh, go, go see Debbie's article and look at all her photos. Um, again, uh, everyone, BigBlendRadio.com is the place to go to keep up with our shows. You can listen as they go live or anytime later on demand. And we have a special song 
for Debbie. We always like to play music. And uh, in in honor of the happy dog <laughs> and Fruit Loops and the Beatles at the Rock Hall, okay, we're going to play Hey Bulldog, a famous Beatles song. Uh, this is covered by Jack Russell, one of the top rockers um, in the 80s, 90s, and now to this day. He was the founding member and lead singer of Great White. I mean, you've got to think of songs like One Spit and Twice Shy. Um, I grew up hearing his music, and uh, we were lucky enough to have him on our show and uh, talking about Shelter Me, his uh, very first debut solo album. I, of course, it's the first if it's a debut. Um, it came out in 1996, and it's now been reissued. And he's still performing with Jack Russell's Great White Band, so you can go to jackrussellsgreatwhiteband.com. You can get the album at cleorex.com, and if you go to blendradioandtv.com, just type in Jack Russell, and you'll be able to hear our interview. And we wanted to play this song, and we didn't get time with him, so uh, we played about three three other songs with him. But uh, Hey Bulldog is one of his favorite Beatles uh, songs, so here it is. Hey Bulldog. Thanks so much, Debbie. Fire Monkey. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much, ladies. Take, Take care. care. Talk. 